You know, it's like, I think it's knockoff Busson. I think you got like other cheese that was similar. Alouette. It's like Alouette, yeah. Alouette. 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 Jacques Cousteau. Oh my God. <laughs> Dirty little French girl. Dirty little French no. girl. How does that song really go though? It's Alouette, je te Alouette, Alouette, je te plais Marie, je te plais Marie la tête, je te plais Marie la tête. Oh, and then you just move on to all the body parts, like tet, head, you know? I don't even know what that song's about. It's it, not It's not about the cheese? It's French. No, cheese in French is fromage. Yeah, but alouette, is, isn't alouette the cheese? Yeah, cheese goes to your head, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, hold on, we gotta do... Let's call her Brandi. Let's call her up. Let's call her. Let's call her up. She's not coming. Newsflash, Brandy's not showing up. I don't even know what she's doing, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, she told me, but I was, was I listening? Zzz, no, absolutely not. So that means um, Sarah Highland Adams, Sarah Jane Adams, Sarah Highland hyphenated Adams is joining the podcast today. How are you? We're not sure what my name is anymore. I know it, we were at the bar the other day and they were like, what is she going to go by? And I was like, I don't know. What's funny is that you originally said you were like, I'm going to, and I think I said it too. I was like, you should keep your name Sarah Highland for work. Yeah. You've built this brand and this, I don't know, market recognizability that like would be stupid if you went away from it. But you were like, well, I want to do Sarah Jane Adams or something like that. No, I said Sarah Jane Adams sounds like a pilgrim. Oh, so what did you want? Sarah Highland Adams? I said I want to do the last name, but I was thinking hyphenation. I, w I was never really sure exactly what I wanted. Anyways, um, you had all these grand ideas, but if we're being honest, I don't know if you've ever been to the DMV, let alone you're going to go to the DMV ever again. Oh, I've been to the DMV. I just have, haven't had to go there in a very long time because yeah. I've never had to get my picture taken. Uh, but like, that's all that to be Again. said, like you're not going to go in and like do bureaucratic paperwork to Ugh. change anything. If who, we're being honest. Who likes paperwork? I don't like paperwork. So I don't want it. I don't, I don't, I don't want You don't do have that. to have my name, dude. You don't need it. Thanks baby. So anyway, Sarah's joining us today because Brandy's gone. We don't know where she is, but it's gonna be fine. We're gonna do a great job. Yeah. Hopefully she's somewhere fun. Is she horsing? <sighs> she might be horsing. I don't know. I see. I saw like a, like a very... A sexy thirst trap pick in like a silky dress. She might be at a wedding. Oh, oh yeah. she was in a mountain wedding. In Tahoe, maybe. I don't know where the mountain was, which said mountain. Cord Overstreet's in Tahoe right now. I wonder if it's the same wedding. Is he in Tahoe for a wedding? I don't know. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that. You just assume that he was in Tahoe for a wedding. I just know he's in Tahoe, and I know Brandy's in Tahoe for a wedding, and I feel like... Cord lives in Nashville. Brandy lives in Nashville. That makes sense. It's a possibility. Two Nashville people going to Tahoe for a wedding. I mean, I could see it. That's Spe a fun movie. Speaking of weddings, yeah. we're about to go to another one. I'm very excited. Another Batch Nation wedding. All the Batch Nation weddings are this year. In Dean and Kaylin. Yeah. It's another mountain wedding. Yes, and I'm very excited. All right? I am too. Because... One of the, I love any time when you have to get dressed up in a theme situation. <laughs> and one of the themes is, I'm, I'm telling people it's cowboy chic. Is that right? No. What is it? Mountain 
chic. Mountain chic. Okay, that's the same thing to me. Mm, it's not the same thing to me. Really? Yeah, because, you know, like cowboy chic, it implies, you know, you have to wear cowboy boy cowboy boots and hats and you think of jeans and everything like that with the big belt buckles. But mountain chic to me, especially from a woman's perspective, just screams like divorcee and veil. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. I think your outfit's fine though. I think it's perfect. Well, I'm just very excited because I am I'm wearing a tan suit. Yes. I stole one of Sarah's You did. It's not even a cowboy hat. It's just like a very nice hat. It's a good hat. I've worn it before, though, when we went to Joshua Tree. Yes, and you stole me, stole my I hat stole on me. that. You sold. You I stole me. I stole me hat. You sold me hat. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you stole that hat from me that trip too. Well, here's the thing, babe, and you know this because you live with me. But the I have tears might not. I look terrible in any in every hat I've ever put on in my entire life. You don't look terrible. Just some look better than the other others. I very rarely look good in a hat, and the fact that we found a hat. That's yours. Your sister-in-law probably picked out the hat for her, her and your brother to give me for my birthday. That's you know that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's love for my family because they knew that I would also appreciate that hat. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's not a gift for me. And then, it's a gift for us. And then what did I do? I went and put like a little matchstick inside, oh, and yeah. I got a little card in the side. It looks like I'm a cool guy. Oh, cool guy hat. Um, I got some good old cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. They're actually Japanese. Ooh. From like the seventies. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They're like from that like um cowboy bebop era of oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Japan yeah, yeah. being, you know, very uh Yeah. Liking the cowboy style. I got myself a bolo tie. Mm-hmm. I got myself a but now that I i I'm hearing it, it sounds very cowboy. It's and very it's cowboy so, with it's, a suit. It's a rich cowboy. Well, I'm a divorcee living in Yelston. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I I heard Mountain Chic and I was like, okay, Yellowstone, but when they're going to a wedding and it's fancy. Yeah. Well, I texted Ben Higgins today. Oh, and, what did he say? Well, I was like, you better be wearing a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. And he's like, mean? he was like, what? And I was like, it's cowboy chic, I'm pretty sure. And he was I didn't know this. So then there's a part of me that's like... Am Not I for the wedding wedding. No, for the welcome party. Yes. I said that. Yeah. There's a part of me that's like, I think that I'm going to look so ridiculous. Uh, I don't think so. I think I just got to own it, dude. Own it, baby. I'm going to own it. I'm very excited. And I hate that I'm 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 showing, I'm exposing my outfit before we go. You're, you're showing people pictures. That's on you. I haven't shown anyone a picture. Oh, you mean you're exposing it before, but, but on the you podcast. don't know, but like it, it, you're not showing a picture. It's you, just like, leave it to the imagination for the people to decide. Do you know how badly I want to get a glue on mustache? Oh no. Would that be too, that'd be too far? Yeah. Okay. Then I'm making a joke of it. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of making a joke of it then already. It is, no, I don't think you're making a joke of it. Maybe the bolo tie is a joke of it, but the, no, no, no mustache. Okay, fine. Leave the mustache to the Dean. Yeah. To shave off right before the wedding, hopefully. <laughs> but it would be cool. If you had a glued on mustache. People would be like, look at this guy. People, yeah, they, well, they would not be saying it in that connotation. They'd be like, uh, look at this guy. They'd probably be going like this. What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite thing now. Yeah. 
Yeah, yep. I don't know when it's going <laughs> to lose its luster, but it's. I don't. I don't think we're close. I don't think we're a year away. Nah, I don't know oh. if we're three months away from it. Okay. <laughs> have you? I see you're behind on the show. Have I you, am behind. Have you heard this one? I just need you to shut the fuck up, cause nobody asked you, bitch. I need you to shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut, shut the fuck up, bitch. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Bow, Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. You guys can't see, but I am dancing right now. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I love that. Can we swing dance to that song later? Absolutely. Do you know how to swing dance? I actually took swing dancing <gasps> classes. Shut up. Yeah, in like middle school though. So you know how to like swing the girls and do all the things like through the legs and stuff? I used to do that. I was a very good flyer for swing dancing. Yeah, I was, I'm pretty good at it. But the problem is, is that this morning I went to um, dry off my hair mm. after a shower and I heard my neck muscles <laughs> pop. And now I can't move my neck. Well, maybe in a couple of days at the wedding you can. And we'll do a cowboy chic Swing dance. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. There's just a lot of opportunity for some underwear showage when you are sliding between the legs because you're, you're dressing, get caught on the ground, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why, like, when you swing dance and stuff, you wear the dance shorts underneath. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we got like some cheerleaders, yeah. you know? They wear their, like, cheerleading underwear under there. Yeah. I got to be honest with you, though. I, there's a part of me that's very sad that I'm not marrying them. Yeah. Not because I expect to be the person that does that. It's just that now I understand what it's like I can't. to be a man of God, a man of the, a man of the cloth. And, you know, like I just so, so desperately want to bring them together under the banner of heaven. <laughs> oh, no. I'm Mormon now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great show. Great book. Yeah. Great book. Love you, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Great John Krakauer book. Um, but, you know, now because I am a man of the cloth, um, every wedding, basically any kind of religious ceremony I go to, I want to be in charge of it. <laughs> but I wasn't asked this time. <laughs> but that's okay. Do you like that I have put in Gregorian chant um, into it? It does not surprise me at all. It's My husband Gregorian chants on his <laughs> sandboard. Excuse me, what? That is news to me. Yeah. I have to say that I'm sad that you're not officiating this wedding because a lot of perks to being the reverend's wife. What are they? What are the perks? People say that you're beautiful. Well, they say that anyways to and you. And that your husband did such a good job. You get yeah, yeah, yeah. extra attention as a wedding you, guest. You do get extra attention as a wedding guest. It's as if you're a part of the family. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in the family's got to come up and say thank you. Yes. Yeah. So, like, I was included in stuff just because I'm your wife. Yeah. So we get to be included in, like, the close family stuff because yeah. you're marrying them. So, like, that was a big bonus for me and I'm not gonna lie I loved it I know I did too but not to be I don't know who is marrying them I think it's a sibling of someone's I have no I, I have no yeah. idea we're very excited to go to uh, Dean and Kaylin's wedding yes they're gonna change their name but yes. I don't know if and they if people know what they're going to change their name to. Okay, we're not going to say so I don't want to ruin that for but them but it's a great name it is a great name it's, it's gonna be good name. I'm jealous of the name I mean, Adam's is pretty good, but you didn't want that either, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> I just sound like I should be churning butter <laughs> on the Mayflower, Sarah Jane Adams. Yeah. You sound like someone that would be in the history books. Uh, I sound like someone that uh, 
took advantage of people, and mm. I don't like that. Well. Or you know what? No. I sound like someone who would be burned at the stake, and maybe I do like that. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're I totally would have been witch. that witch yeah. burnt at the stake. I do have family in Salem, so it tracks. I believe it. Yeah. Uh, should we start the show? Let's start the show up. Okay. Sh- yeah. Why can't I talk today? I don't know. Great day to choose not to talk. That ain't good. <laughs> <laughs> this freaking Claritin's got me drunk. Oh, you took Claritin. I took Claritin. Yeah, that's what happened. Does that do stuff? Yeah, Benadryl know. fucking knocks you, zonks you out, yeah, dude. I took a Claritin. I haven't been able to stop sneezing for the past five freaking days. Do you want me to do it? Sure, why not? Okay. I feel like I do it anytime I come on. Yeah. Bros and hoes, you're listening to a very special episode of Your Favorite Thing Podcast with... Wells and Sarah. Yay. Yay. All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B O L L A N D B R A N C H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Lots happened in the news. Let's talk about the news. Should we talk about the news? Let's talk about the news. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis Ooh. are. Woof. They're in trouble, I guess. <laughs> so anyways, I guess that Ashton has stepped down from his post at the Human Trafficking Organization. Oh, which, I didn't know that. Probably a smart move, my friend. And then, I don't know if you saw this, but Russell Brand has been like accused of SA. Oh, yeah. You did. You said that to me the other day. Yeah, it's not good. I don't think good. I've been on the internet recently. <laughs> Four women have accused Russell Brand of SA from... 2006 to 2013, I think he found out that they were making this, there's a documentary about it, I guess. Uh And I guess like BBC put it out. And so they sent him a letter beforehand to be like, hey, heads up, this is going to happen. Your life's uh going to be absolutely ruined. Like you ruin these people's lives probably. And then so then he went on and did like a video beforehand. None of it is true. Boy. Oh, like before they were able to release the documentary. His whole show is like a lot about conspiracy theories and- all this stuff and like he's kind of presenting in a way that like I'm a crazy person they're doing this because they're trying to silence me because I'm exposing the underbelly of oh come on dude come on like can we just believe women I know yeah can we just believe women and And there seems to be like like a lot of finally are brave enough to come out and talk about them being sexually assaulted. Can we just believe them? Well, here's the thing. Like this, so this there's time. one woman who has like hospital records, which I feel like those are hard to fake. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, so now uh, Mila Kunis out. Russell Brand out. 
who left from the cast of Forgetting Sarah Marshall is not canceled. <laughs> who is it? Because um, it can't be Paul Rudd. We can't be canceling PR. Can't be Paul. Can't be Paul. We can't be Jason Siegel. I love him too much. Too good of a writer. I don't see that happening. I don't either. I think he's a nice guy. Not Kristen Bell. It can't be Let It Go. It can't be Anna. It can't be Anna. Well, Jonah Hill already had that whole thing with his girlfriend. Jonah Hill's out? Oh, shit. I forgot about that. How he told his... What, what Was she a surfer? He was like, you can't post you can't... pictures in a swimsuit <laughs> yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're a surfer? You like, can't what? surf with guys. What? Well, well, it's the ocean. It's a massive ocean yeah. at that so that's all right. He, he out, I guess. He I don't out. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's next from that cast? Uh, Bill Hader? Can't be. Can't be Bill Hader. Not Stefan. Barry. We went to watch college football the other day at a sports bar, and my brother, myself, your brother, and our friend Trevor, we were talking about coming-of-age movies. Mm. You know, my, my brother's 51. You know, I'm 39. Your brother is 27, 28. Uh-huh. So we're all from different eras, right? And from different timelines. And are, are you from different timelines? Yeah, we, I mean, Is yes. there something that you're not telling yeah, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, I'm the seventh iteration of myself. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone's personal coming of age movie is different. That doesn't mean they're not great. Everyone out there that's like, what, like a coming of age movie is like, Superbad's a great example. It's a movie about, young people about to embark on adulthood. American Pie, that is a great coming-of-age film. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a couple that like were great coming-of-age films. Empire Records is my, is my number one. But then I also have Rushmore is a big one. Mm -hmm. I also loved PCU. I also loved Out Cold. Out Cold's great. Accepted was a good one. That's good. My brother, who's 51, was Porky's. Animal House is one for yeah. a lot of people, you yeah. know, growing up. Oh, my other one was Outside Providence. I love mm. that movie. I brought it home to you, and you got so upset because you couldn't think of one that was yours. I got apoplectic, I, honestly. You were like, I'm done talking about this because you're in a bad mood now. You got mad. I got mad because I, I still was, think 10 Things I Hate About You is a good one for your era. For sure. I loved that movie, but the way that you defined coming of age is like you're the same age as the people yeah so for me were you not in high school when 10 things i hate about you came out i don't think so okay so for me it's like when i was a senior or maybe a junior is when super bad came out you know so that's technically mine but that was my brother's so i'm like i guess all the freaking chains are off i thought i was gonna get around this by cheating and doing not another teen movie yeah because that's essentially all the movies. Because Clueless did something to me. I think you got way too honed in on like, I have to be the same age. It's whatever movie was popular though at that time. Yeah, but I watched Clueless when I was five and I was like, this is doing something to me that I'm not sure about, but this is awakening some stuff. Paul Rudd was doing it. Yes, Paul Rudd was doing yeah. it. You know what's <laughs> funny about that is that everyone, a lot of people say that I look like- Christian. Christian, yeah. I know. Oh, honey, you bae. 10 Things I Hate About You, obviously. Never been kissed. That's a good one. That. Never Been Kissed is a great one. She's All That. Great. She's All That's great. That's more of my time, though. I loved She's All That. I thought this was fun, like a coming-of-age thing. Like, I wanted to go back, and I wanted to watch... Em we were talking about Empire Records, and I was like, God, I love that movie so much. Like, yeah. it's such a fantastic film. If you've never seen it, it's... And it's also, like, very much me. It's about it these kids who, who work at a record store, yeah. you know? 
yeah. and talk about music all the time. Anyways, it's really funny though, but I, I, so I was look, looking around and I found this article that was the 50 best teen movies of all time. Ooh. So I thought we would go through them. Okay. In chronological order, we'll stop kind of where we're too young for these to make any sense. Okay. Okay. 2019 is Booksmart. I have watched that. I have too. We watched it together. Yeah. I didn't care for it. It was fine. I didn't. It was care. cute. Yeah. It was a 2018 movie called Eighth Grade. I've never seen that. I have watched that. I Didn't Bo Burnham direct that or something like that? Yes. It's a really cute movie. Have you watched Lady Bird? Yes. That's... Great movie, but I wouldn't call that like a teen movie like how we call, you know, Empire Records or Never Been Kissed or anything. Yeah, but it's about a girl who's trying to awkwardly make her way out of Sacramento into adulthood. It's also an Oscar film. So, so if it's if it is critically acclaimed, uh, this one's your friend Haley Steinfeld, The Edge of Seventeen. Good movie. Juno, I think, is a coming of age film for sure, and a very good one, by the way. For sure. And also, that's probably that's one of mine. That's two thousand seven. That's right when I was well, I was leaving college then. Yeah, I was a senior. Super bad was two thousand seven. That that's yeah. so I was just a little bit too old for it, but it was pretty good. But these were all movies when I was a senior in high school. So Super Bad and Juno really are your coming of age films then. Technically, but I did not consider them. Okay, that. that's fine. High school musicals two thousand six. No. I Br- love you, V. <laughs> Brick is two thousand six. Oh, Brick was good. It's Joseph Gordon Levitt. You know who's not what's not on this, but that should be is Five Hundred Days of Summer. That is a coming of age film. That's a guy learning about they're his adults. Uh, yeah, you're right, but they're young and he, they're learning about it. Like they're, they're learning who they are. He has a job. Here's one I think might be yours. Huh? You didn't think of what? Mean Girls. Oh, that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. That's, I think that's a lot of like your. Time. That is also just like that movie came out when I was 13 years old. That is a movie that like I can watch. I know all of the words. This one you don't like, but I think it's a good one. Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Wasn't a big fan. Hot take. 2004 Friday Night Lights. You know what's not on this list that I think should be, though, is also if Friday Night Lights in it is on it, then Varsity so Blues. should Varsity Blues. And, and remember a, the Titans. Yes. I like those movies better than Friday Night Lights. I agree. Okay, here's another one that I think might be yours. 13? Oh, yeah. I, I like... loved 13. And then one for me right here, Donnie Darko. Oh, I love Donnie Darko too, yeah. though. 2000, this one might be you. Bring it on. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's 1, a good one. 1,000 percent. But version suicides. I liked that movie. I said 10 things I hate about you should be you. It's me. It was yeah. my sophomore year of high school is when that came out. I'm telling you, that I knew that that was a 90s movie, and I was like, that's why I feel like I can't say it because yeah, of the whole you're age right. thing, but I watched it nonstop. You're right. And then Rushmore is at 98, and that's yeah. that's also one of mine. 95 is Clueless. That was my sister's, which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it did things to me as a five-year-old, for sure. Yeah, but you, we all watched it again, and like Alicia yeah. Silverstone and Paul Rudd. Like oh, yeah. Uh, every Christian. D. Yeah. So hot. So hot. 93 Days Confused. The weird thing about that one is is you think it's a film from, well, it's taking place in the 70s, right? It's taking place yeah. in 78. But it came out but in But it 90s. came out in 93. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, this is my coming of age thing, because I always saw it as like a period piece. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, it technically is a period piece. Yeah. What about this one? I think you're going to like this one. Heathers. Oh, I loved Heathers. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Great movie. This is a good one right here, Dead Poets Society. Great movie. Say Anything. Uh-huh. Gotta love that one. 
Oh, I love this one. I mean, it's not really a coming of age story as it is a vampire story, but the oh. Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah, that was the every Lost Boys. That was every boy's favorite movie growing up. <laughs> uh, the fact that there's not more John Hughes films in this is in, is yeah, impressive. No, that's ridiculous. Pretty in Pink obviously is a great one. Sixteen Candles. Breakfast Club. I mean, The Breakfast yeah. Club is like the quintessential coming-of-age film. For sure. They come of age... In a detention. In a, in a one-day detention. Yeah. That's such a well-written movie. Yeah. It really is. It's so good. Back to the Future? Not really. Uh, what about Footloose? Uh, so good. Yes. That's I a good one. That, I watch that so often. Footloose. 84, though. That's when I was born. Yeah, I loved Footloose. Outsiders. Still good. Oh, my God. That was my favorite book. S.E. Hinton? S.E. Hinton? Yeah. Give me the socials. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Great movie, Fast Times. That's a good one. Grease, I guess, is a coming-of-age film for people that were... That was the first film I ever bought on DVD. There you go. Anyways, those are all freaking phenomenal films. So good. That we just named. Truly. And I feel like we named other ones that were like... Empire Records. Yeah. You got some fave things, bro. Fave things, bro. I mean, I know you do because I've been watching them with you. <laughs> So I decided to go down a memory lane trip. Yeah, you did. Um, Take a trip down memory lane for all of the G's in my life. As a teenager, we got coming up first, which I started and finished, Gossip Girl. Yeah. I had never finished it. I think I watched like a season and a half of that show and... Then it was spoiled for me on the internet years and years later. Definitely my fault. But um, watched it crazy. Realized that I'm much more similar to Blair Waldorf than mm. I probably would have liked to admit when I was a teenager when it came out. And when you're a teenager, who did you want? Who did you think you were? I totally thought I was a Serena. I was like, oh, I'm so cavalier and free, and like, oh, everything is so crazy. Oh who, my god. Who did Blake Lively play? Serena. Okay. And I'm definitely way more of a Blair Waldorf. I'm like, I like to have things a certain way, bit of a control freak. Also, if you screw my best friend over, I'm going to ruin your life kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, and you do now like the finer things in life. And I really do love a bouge moment. And you did marry a prince. I did. Mm -hmm. I yeah, did. You did. I did. Hopefully this lasts longer than Blair's. Bad prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It didn't last very long. <laughs> didn't last very long. But I think it got me a nice mix of Prince and Chuck. Yeah. Um, so Chuck's my favorite character. Chuck is your favorite. I mean, it's, what a great character. He's always so surly and drinking scotch at 16. Makes no sense. <laughs> I know. With so his always, ascots and with scarves. With so many ascots and so scarves. Ascots. So angry. At the, oh, God. I know. Just, it can't be bothered. Cannot be bothered for anybody but a bottle. It's like, bro, you're a sophomore in high school. What are you talking about right now? <laughs> This makes no sense to me. It is wild. Why are you acting like you're CEO of like a Fortune 500 company, dude? I, I mean, here's the thing is that like he doesn't like really go to college and then he just becomes the CEO of a Fortune 500 yeah, company. <laughs> like, yeah, that, like that actually does happen. I guess that's what When he's like 18. Yeah. So like it was so it was so weird to watch, especially as an adult seasons and seasons uh, that I had not seen of Gossip Girl. So that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Truly enjoyed it. Really made me miss New York City and clumping around in heels everywhere thinking that I was Carrie Bradshaw when I was a teenager. Okay. But thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. And Blair and Chuck for life. Hot take. I feel like people, I saw on the internet at least, that 
there were very, very strong opinions of Blair and Chuck mm -hmm. and Blair and Dan. Oh, okay. Did you even know that Blair and Dan dated? No. I had no idea. I think it is just as horrible as the Rachel Joey season. Oh, yeah. I, I remember watching it, which is now recently with you, and was like, oh, I didn't know they were ever together. Yeah. I'm like, I the intellectual uh, conversations that they get to have and the repartee and stuff, like, yeah, for sure, cool. They're both very smart individuals and very cultured and well-read, and they know art and they love art, but ugh, ugh, ugh. I hated it. Hated I hated it. it. I hated it. I hated it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Blair and Chuck for life. Okay. There's Gossip Girl, a show that's well over 10 years old, and I'm watching. And my other GG moment that I'm having right now. You know what's funny, though, is real quick, both of these things are coming-of-age TV shows. For sure. Yes. For sure. So we had GG Gossip Girl, and yeah. I'm in the GG Gilmore Girls. Lorelai and Rory and Richard and... Emily. Emily. Ding, ding, ding. Emily is my favorite character of that show. Really? Yes, I love Emily. Not Luke? I mean, I love Luke. I love Luke. Do Lorelai and Luke end up together? I think so. They If they don't fucking end up together. Where I'm at in the show right now, they yeah. are together. Oh, they are? Yes. Here's the thing. Okay, I good. never Thank finished God. it because once Luke's daughter came into the picture, I think they broke up. And that's when I was like, I'm done. Wait, Luke has a daughter? Yeah, she like just shows up out of nowhere, and she's like twelve. Or but I know something. that he's got a he's got a nephew named Jess, who's yeah, Jess, um, with Rory, with Rory, and then the whole Dean thing, and Logan just came into the picture. It is wild uh, and crazy time over here in the High Adams yeah family household really with is. all the GGs. But I'm doing it, and it makes me very happy. It, every night I have to fall asleep to dialogue that Amy Sherman Palladino writing that, that makes. <laughs> No sense. No one talks that fast. People talk that fast. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, it's We're doing like, it right now. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> someone was making fun of Aaron Sorkin. I forget who it was. It was some director, and he was like, "I fucking hate Sorkin's writing because not everyone talks like that." You know, it's like people can talk like, like that. the pizza guy. Hey, here's your pizza. Oh, nice. Thanks for the pizza. Oh, and you're like, oh my god, it's going too fast. <laughs> Sometimes it's just here's the pizza. Here's the money. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> No one's brain works that fast. I feel like my brain used to work that fast. Oh, no. And then I, I got know. old. When I watched that show especially, I'm always amazed at the retention for the actors because that's a lot of long, very complex dialogue Yes. that they have to learn. And it's a lot of it. The timing, the pacing. Yeah. It's a lot. But Amy Sherman Palladino is just a genius. And she she did the same thing with Maisel. And, I, and like that's why I was just so obsessed with Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So. She wrote that? Yeah, she created that show. Why do you think it's oh Do you want to know who I thought wrote it? Oh, no. I thought Phoebe Waller-Bridges wrote that. No, Amy Sherman-Palladino. Oh. Yeah. Well, you learn something new every day. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Those are two good shows. I like how that we've done 30 only minutes. Only talking about the past. And we've only been talking about the past. <laughs> we do have some new stuff that we've started. We do. We started a show called The Changeling. Yes, Set in an alternate New York City, a father and husband searches through a magical world for his abducted son and missing wife, the changeling. So it's the guy from... Get Out. Yes. Lakeith, I think. Yeah, Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. Adina Porter's in it, and she's mm -hmm. in like a lot of good stuff. Yeah. She's very good. The girl that plays Emmy is Clark 
Bacco, which I'm not familiar with so much, but she is very good in this. And then Malcolm Barrett is very good in it. It has to do a lot with like witchcraft. Fae. What is fae? Fairies. Okay. Yeah. Because it starts with the wife is in, is she in Brazil? She's in Brazil. She's yeah. in Brazil and she kind of comes across like, I think a witch doctor. Like, yeah. And this witch doctor is like on the, on the edge of a river and she puts this red ribbon around her wrist and says, I grant you three witch wishes with yeah. this. One for now. Yeah. One for the future and one for the beyond. Yeah. And she ties three knots and she says, don't cut it off. Or something bad will happen. Yeah. And so she goes back home, gets back together with her boyfriend at the time, and she's telling him all about it, and he cuts it off. Yeah. And... I would murder you right then and there if you did that. If someone said that if you cut this off, you would die. Yeah. And you did that to me, I'd be like, this is done. Yeah. You're dead now. Well, also, like, it's... It's kind of jewelry at this point. Like you shouldn't do that. Yeah, but anyways, on. but also it's a show and that's kind of the crux of it. So I'm glad it happened. Yes. So you know the folklore behind changeling tell babies? Me all, tell me all about it. It's an old like European folklore for the fae, for fairies. A changeling, also historically referred to as an oaf, is a human-like creature found in folklore throughout Europe. A changeling was believed to be a fairy that had been left in place of a human stolen by other fairies. Mm. People sometimes believed that their baby had been stolen by the fae and been replaced by a changeling. Oh. Not very nice and like kind of like evilly. So that's what this is about, and it's very exciting. But you also told me a story of, like, when someone had, like, a kid that, like, they thought something was wrong with it, they'd, like, go leave it out in the forest and then hope that the fae would, like, fix it? Well, they believe that, like, it, like an offering to the fae for their baby, that it would, like, live with, they would, that they would take the baby and it would live with the fae. Oh, really? And But, but, but really what happened, like, a coyote like, came along and just ate it. Yeah, like a wolf did. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Crazy. Anyways, The Changeling, very good. Uh, check it out, especially if you're into like kind of, it's not even spooky really. It's It might get spooky, but right now it's just kind of. I can see how some people can be like, oh, this is a little too much for me. The thing that I think is the most glaring representation of how good it is, is like the cinematography is insane. Outstanding. Beautiful shots. Oh, yeah. Keep that in mind when you watch it. You'd be like, geez, look at that. Look at the light here. How did they do that? Yeah, it's so good. And the acting is just phenomenal. Um, Wilderness. Wilderness is a show that we started watching last night with Jenna Coleman and that guy from House of Bly Manor and Hill House, Haunting Hill House. Mm -hmm. All those things. Followed the twisted love story where a happily ever afterlife quickly turns into a living nightmare. Wilderness. So Jenna Coleman plays a wife. She is married to Oliver Jackson Cohen. Mm-hmm. It seems like they have a good marriage. Yes. They have just moved from England to New York for him to start this new job. She's kind of put her life on hold to go with her husband. And you see in the first episode that the husband has been cheating on her. She confronts him about it, and they're like working on their marriage. He decides that the way to fix the marriage is to go on a road trip. Yeah, which, like, if I found out that you were cheating on me and you're like, yeah, 
let me make this up for to you. Let's go on a road trip out to California yeah. so then we can hike. Yeah. Absolutely not. A good way for us to get a divorce without the infidelity yeah. would be to go on a road trip together. Yeah. And then go hike. Yeah, and go hike and stuff. <laughs> you might kill me and I didn't even cheat on you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she starts getting in her head that this road trip might be a good place for her to kill her husband. Yeah. Who knows? It's a wilderness. Accidents happen every day. Every day. Yeah. Every day people fall off cliffs. Oh, they do. They do. Anyways, it's good. My only problem with it is the girl he's cheating on his wife with is nowhere near as pretty as the girl that's his wife. Jenna Coleman's just your type. Yeah, I know. But yeah. she's beautiful. Yeah, she is beautiful. Men don't cheat on their wives because they're not beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like, um, <laughs> who was it? You know, oh, yeah. Like Natalie I, Portman? Yes, like that makes no sense to me. Yeah. Or like Hugh Grant cheated on Elizabeth Hurley yeah. with like an ugly hooker. It's it's not about, it's 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 just the act of the, of the cheating itself. I guess. It's not but about like, how attractive your partner is. I disagree. Oh, okay. So at least I know if you cheat on me, you're, you're going to upgrade. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin my entire life for a fucking Iowa 7, you know? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Be realistic here. Come on. Uh, you know what's crazy? I saw this guy was doing an interview in Japan and asking women if they thought that your husband being with a prostitute was cheating. They do not think that's cheating there. Wow. Yeah, it's really crazy. And they're, they're like, like, good, take care of him. I don't have I'll, to. I said a lot, a lot of what they said. They were like, as long as he doesn't get feelings, that's fine. That's crazy. What if I say that video? I saw that and I was like, oh, that's so interesting. Why do you find it so interesting? The fact that that's culturally okay, especially to women, it, that's bonkers to me. Yeah, that's crazy. I do not agree. I don't agree with it either. I'm just saying that's, that's a very interesting thing to me that I didn't know was a thing. Is that a thing in other countries? I'm sure. Did he pay these women to say this <laughs> so that he could show his yeah, wife? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'm pretty normal. I, I just went up to random women on the street. <laughs> All of those women are sex workers. Yeah. Also, they're also speaking Japanese, so they might have not been saying that at all. Yeah, who knows? They might have just been like asking, like, well, what's the capital of Canada? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> that's so. That's funnier if it's that. If it's that way, if I'm being honest. <laughs> In any case, Wilderness is really, really good. Yeah. I am hooked. I watched a little bit more after you fell asleep last night. Oh, you did? And it is, uh, I will say, a death does happen. I saw that part, but we didn't think it was who we thought it was. Yes. And I'm very, I'm very, very excited to see uh, what else happens. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And I'm excited for that. Do we have more episodes of that? I think so. Might want to watch that tonight. I'm very excited. Yeah. Love it. Um, Ashley Benson is the other woman. Yeah. That, and I've known her since... You're teenagers. Okay, well, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to offend her. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So. <laughs> well, I'm not trying to offend her. Jenna Coleman I, is just your type. She is. You're not into blondes. I'm not. Thank God for me. Yeah, I'm really not. Petite little brunettes. Yay. Like me and Jenna Coleman. So I only really have to worry about like a select number of people, you know, like Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman, you got to worry about that. <laughs> you used to have to worry about Mila Kunis, but uh, might not be good for the brand right now. No. <laughs> There's Lucy, Hale. Yeah. Yeah. Who else do I think? Do you fancy? Do I, do I think looks like you that I would be into? 
Ana de Armas looks like you. I think she's hot. Yeah, she's hot. I she's wouldn't blame you. She's very hot. I would, of course, blame you, but... Well, yeah. Then I'd be also be like, hmm. I have a type. Us. Like, it's okay. <laughs> you know, I was... Um, I talked about how much I loved Zach Bryan's new record, and I do. But I noticed something the other day that I guess kind of annoyed me a little bit. And that was, he does have a lot of songs that sound like other people's stuff. I wanted to kind of like point it out real quick. Do you tell me if you think this is pretty close? Okay. 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 I do love this song. So this is the new one with Katie Musgraves. It's I Remember Everything. Mm. Oh. Beach town dress on the drying line. Do I remind you of your daddy in his 88 Ford? Labrador hanging out the passenger door. The sand from your hair is blowing in my eyes. <coughs> on the beach, grown men don't cry. Okay, so you get the idea, right? Yep. Okay, so there's that song, which I was like, God, this sounds like something. I know, I know this sounds like something that I love. Yeah. I'm a big Gregory Allen Isakoff guy, and I was like, that's it. It's the stable song. So just hear me out and uh -huh. tell me what you think. Remember when a song's just like prayer. Like gospel hymns that you call in the air. Come down, come down, sweet reverence. Until my simple house and rain and rain. What do you think? Think you're going for most controversial podcast episode you've really? ever done. This, I, I mean, listen, no one's making new shit. Everyone's copying from everybody else. I get that. It just seems it's just to me. It's like, oh yeah, that sounds like the stable song. I love that song. Yeah. It, well, look, I've never heard that Zach Bryan song. Yeah, you have. I played it for you the day we came back from mm -hmm. Joe's wedding, in the car. I was like, listen to this. Oh, I was not a human being the day we got back. No, I think there's definitely similarities. I think here's the thing is that, like, there's only so many notes. Yeah, that's true. I just wanted to bring it up that I heard that and I was like, this <laughs> sounds like that. You little hipster. My yeah. husband's still a hipster and I love What's it. What's your vinyl collection look like, lady? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I went to lunch today with one of my buddies, okay? Yeah, how was that? It was great. His name's uh, Matthew Owens. I went to college with him. He's a lawyer now. He lives down in San Diego. And he was telling me he's on a show called Investigation Discovery. He's on season 11, episode two. And he was he is in the show because his clients are these kids and their mother like randomly passed away and left the farm to like the farm hand. And the kids are like, what's going on here? And it was like a week before she has disappeared and oh. passed away, or I guess, no she, No one knows if she's died. She's just gone. Gone. The farm is being put into the farmhand's name and not the kids. And the kid's are like, what's going on here? And a week before she disappeared, she like signed it over to the farmhand. And the kids are like, we think that she was killed by this guy. Like, what's going on? Anyways, I haven't seen the episode, but we are going to, and you best believe we are going to watch 
Investigation Discovery Season 11, Episode 2. This is my buddy. Are you allowed to be talking about this? We're going to watch it. Maybe tonight. It's out? Yeah, it's on... Uh, oh, if it's out, then it's fine. Yeah, it's on Max. Oh, I thought he was here filming it. No, he's here just working. Oh, ooh, well, that's exciting. Let's watch that tonight. I know, right? Sounds pretty good. Do you think it was a farmhand? Yeah, of course it was a farmhand. I thought it was a farmhand. Do you think she's dead? Yeah, she's somewhere in the... And then the other she's thing... somewhere in the farm. Some other lady wound up dead on that... Farm? Yeah. <laughs> Is it on the Discovery Channel? I think it's like the Discovery app, and then you can also find it on Max. Oh, okay. You know, because Max... Oh, yeah, they own it all. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. We got to talk about Lauren Bobert. Oh, boy. That's a big news episode. Maybe my favorite thing in the world is... The fact that there is a story out there that she a congresswoman? I don't even know what GOP the f- representative. She's a representative <laughs> for Colorado who's like crazy MAGA. Didn't go to college, I think. She LGBTQ plus says that the LGBTQ plus are gr- all groomers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She went to a production of Beetlejuice in Denver <laughs> and got kicked out. And she said on Twitter, like before the news broke, that she got kicked out because she was singing and dancing too much and she was being a little too loud. But hey, that's just who she is. (laughs) I'm quirky. I'm quirky and fun and people are sticks in the mud and I don't like that. And then they show CCTV footage of her just ripping her jewel. Oh, yeah. And just blowing it all over the place. You see the woman behind. Pregnant lady. Yeah, there's a pregnant lady behind. It's like, hey, can you stop? And she goes, no. That's <laughs> so fucked up. Oh, and then her, the guy that she's going through divorce, by the way, so she's on a date with some other guy. The guy that he's, he's that she's out with just starts grabbing them titties hard, hard, and they're like in an aisle seat. Like I feel like I would be like, look at this show that's happening back oh, here. Yeah. And when you see her hand go over and just start whacking him off, oh yeah, just whacking that shit off, just a little hand doogie. A little hand job, oh. a little jerk sesh. Oh, during Beetlejuice. During Beetlejuice. And you know what I was thinking the entire time? What the fuck is happening here? So good. <laughs> Listen, I don't even know what happens. I, it's not even a political thing. Like, if, it, if this was a liberal that did this, I think it's just as funny. The fact that, like, you yeah. are, like, here's the thing. I, I, I was telling this to the guys, and they were like, they kind of disagree with me, but I was like, you know, I'm not, uh, like, a representative for, like, a state or whatnot. I would never just like start grabbing your titties in like a, a public place like that. It's just grabbing titties. And we're married. Just to grab titties. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if you started whacking me off, I'd be like, you cannot do this. It's so weird. I'm not even representative. You know, I'd be like, if you want to do this, we'll go into the, we'll go outside or something or go into the mezzanine where no one, whatever it is. <laughs> a bathroom. We'll go into a bathroom like <laughs> civilized humans. Civilized humans. So I really don't care the fact that she is Republican, whatever. I just think it's so funny that like she was like, this is a good idea. A lot of people say that what she was smoking was Molly, which is pretty great. You can smoke Molly now? I don't even know, but I'll tell you what she was smoking later that night. Oh, God. That d- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Got not jab jock and say it three times. It'll definitely come. That's crazy. It's Beetlejuice just, is like it's like a family musical. What a what happened to her family morals and values? Well, yeah, like the, what if there are kids. You're technically that, still married, lady. I know. Well, do you remember like um 
Pee Wee Herman got in trouble for going to a jerk off movie theater and jerking off. That's weird. So did Fred Willard. I think it's weirder if you go to a jerk off movie theater and, and you, you don't. don't jerk off. What, yeah. what are you? What kind That's of person? The point. What kind of person goes to that place and doesn't whack off? But you're not supposed to go to a production of Beetlejuice in Denver and get whacked off. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. No. That's stupid. As she's getting escorted out, she's flipping off everybody. Oh, yeah. She's like, fuck you, fuck you. I was just <laughs> And the guy's like, fuck you, I was getting a handy and you yeah. fucking stopped. <laughs> now I'm half torqued. Got blue balls, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> but you know what? You know, me being a man of the cloth. It, listen, Lauren Bobert, I want to pray for you, okay? <laughs> As a man of the cloth, I think I need to pray for you. Pray, pray over your body. Remember, God loves you, but he doesn't love it when you're whacking off someone in beel juice. All right? So say a million uh, Hail Marys and also um, retire or resign because that's what you need to do. Okay. In his name I pray. Amen. They're going to be so angry at you. Who? God? I'm a man of cloth. <laughs> Who's going to be mad at me? Like All I, Republicans. I get why priests think that like they're untouchable at some point. Because they have this shit following them around. Yeah, you've already let Jesus go to your head. Yeah, I have. You, Jesus, take the wheel. Jesus is taking the save, wheel. Save our brother. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you walked around and everyone was just doing this everywhere you went, you'd be like, I am fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> look at, anywhere I walk. Look at this. And angels sing just, for yeah, me. For me. Just for me. Just for me. Because I'm special. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus chose me. Jesus wants me to get a hand job in the production of Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, that's what he told me. In her. Denver. Oh, gosh. Should we go and see Beetlejuice in Denver? <laughs> yeah, but I'm only going if you're whacking me off. Oh, darn it. Can I grab them titties? What song do you want me to grab your titties to? Oh, gosh. Let's, should we look at what songs are on Beetlejuice? Do you, do you want this one? It's got a great beat. My sweetheart from Venezuela. Yes, Juanita. My from Venezuela. You're my sweetheart from Venezuela. If you're whacking me off. Oh boy. Um, Better find a girl from Venezuela. What song do you want for the booby grabs? I don't know. I can't remember which is the one that I thought it was. Say my is name. Is it Dead Mom? Yeah, that's the one you wanted. I like to think that Lauren Bobert was getting her titties grabbed to, to oh a, a show, a, a song called Dead Mom. <laughs> Oh no! Oh my God! I think we should go out on this. Okay. <laughs> I think I think we got to go out on Dead Mom. Uh, all right, Y of Tears. Thanks so much for. Uh, this is a very odd episode. It is very strange. You brought up a lot of weird stuff. I know. I'll cut a lot of it. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. But thank you for doing this with me. Thank you for having me. As always, I love the Wife Tears. They love you. I don't know about after this episode. <laughs> well, we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything really bad. It's not like it's not like you jerked me off in a production of Hair Spray or something. Yeah, yeah. Ha Hair would be more reasonable. Yeah. It really would. Yeah. Way more than Hair Spray. <laughs> but I just really hope that this is the song that she was jerking him off to. <laughs> That'd be good. 
All right, YFT here. Thanks so much. Brandy will be back next week, um, and we'll have all the tea on Dean and Kaylin's wedding. Dead mom. Can you imagine writing this song? <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Uh, everyone is listening to this episode and then thinking, yeah. what the fuck is happening here? Okay. And that's it. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.